motion picture. Before he created the music, he lived every bit of it. excited oh my god this movie is <laughs> insane i i mean i love this movie well we love prince <laughs> we love prince mm-hmm. listeners my name is pete and i'm scott and, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that made, made us gay. gay yes indeed welcome back to the show welcome back everybody welcome back we're very excited for this movie and we have a fantastic returning guest too yes we do <laughs> It's okay. Oh, hello. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Christian Turner, you were last on for our season two premiere of Steel Magnolias. I was. And uh, we asked you back for Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been an adventure. Yes. I, I mean, that is a great way to describe this movie. It is an adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Do you love Prince? I mean, come on. Okay, can I say something controversial? Oh, go of right course. Ahead. We're in a safe space. Are we? Um, I love Prince more than I love Michael Jackson, and ah. I feel like that's a that's. A I agree. Because I agree with you, actually. Yeah, yeah. It it yeah. is controversial. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not the 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 norm to to love Prince over Michael, but valid, definitely valid, mm-hmm. and I see it. And I see it, and I like. Sometimes I don't understand why, and then I mm-hmm. watch things like Purple Rain, <laughs> and I absolutely get why I relate more to someone like Prince Rogers, yes, than I do to a Michael Jackson. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this well, was a very fun movie. Well, also, Purple Rain is a lot more fun to watch than something like Moonwalker. Okay. But I, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's also that Moonwalker. As a child, I loved Moonwalker. <laughs> Same. Moonwalker yeah. was like my. I hadn't thing. seen it. Pete. Yeah. Uh, Pete introduced me to it. Yeah, I really? bought. It. I bought. And it I'm and just like, and, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I bought. I bought it in Mexico because you yeah. can't even find it here in the states. Oh no! I'm DVD. sure the Jackson family wants that shit yeah. buried yeah. so deep into the history of this family. <laughs> um Fascinating movie, but we're not here to talk about movies. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. okay. We brought it up. Um, I mean, Purple Rain is it's a concert movie. It's an autobiographical drama. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this movie. <laughs> I 
so okay so full disclosure mm-hmm. i've watched this movie twice in the last 24 hours <laughs> we watched it yep last night once yep. last night wine drunk <laughs> and then again today okay at work when i had nothing else to do <laughs> sober sober fully mm-hmm. sober yeah i don't know what this movie was about because there's so many things yes, happening yes i i was gonna say i was gonna challenge either one of you to do a, a synopsis, a synopsis like of this a, movie a two sentence synopsis if you could break down what the plot of purple rain is so purple rain is yeah. about uh the kid is he does the not kid. go by prince in the I movie it. it is the kid, the kid oh which i love it and much the, like Rashawn Patterson of uh, Kids Incorporated, mm-hmm. his character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. The kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the kid it has this sort of residency with the revolution. What's the club named? It's called like the First Street Club yeah, or something. The first, yeah. yeah, something mm-hmm. and wild. It's just about sort of – it's well, and that's the thing is that it's not even a rise to fame because it's not like this movie's journey is him – getting signed to a major label yeah which you would think that would be the story but it is not it's not his it's glitter. just sort of like a f- few months in the life of the kid <laughs> is okay. it even months i think it's a weekend the passage of time in this movie is wild <laughs> I... and also i have a better question how old is he Oh, that's uh, not, not, yeah. Yeah. Don't even. I mean. Because <laughs> he even. still lives at home, so it's like he's, I mean. Well, Scott, let me tell you okay. this. With ethnic people living at home. This is very true. <laughs> until not, you're. I'm not going to deny it. Until you're married is not weird. It's that very much thing that even yeah. though you're grown, if you're not married, it's like, why would you leave and get an apartment by yourself and waste all that money? Just live with your parents. So I think that that was part of, but his parental situation was very crazy, um, yeah, nonsensical, and we'll get to that at also some point. True. Well, I but am I, sure. I do also but. think that in the script, if there were character descriptions, the kid, I would bet a thousand dollars that the kid is supposed to be like nineteen, sure, and we're just supposed to buy it. But <laughs> okay, okay, sure. And his home life, yes. Those very few instances that we see him at uh-huh. home mm-hmm. with his family, I yeah. would be like, no, he's like early 20s. Yeah. If anything. But outside of his home <laughs> life, I'm like, uh, you are a full grown ass man doing all of these full grown ass things. And I am <laughs> yes. so confused by everything that you do, sir. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, do you, uh, Christian, do you have a two minute or not a two minute, a two sentence d- description of this movie? How would you describe it to someone who's never seen it before? Oh, woof. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the plot? <laughs> a. A a man, <laughs> and I just used up like four or five words in that sentence alone, uh, comes into, nope, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, not, I, like honestly, he comes into his own because no, he's yeah. already talented. He's yeah. a, he's a, and that also brings another, and I feel like I, like, I don't want to jump ahead of anything you guys want to talk about, but it's like, they keep talking about, like, he's not talented and he's not right. bringing in people. I'm yeah. just like, we have different definitions of what an empty club is. And Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about, like, it's dead tonight. And I'm like, really? Where? It looks pretty Where? hot to me. I have <laughs> been to, I am from LA. I know what a dead club looks like. I'm totally. like, uh, 
they would keep bringing me back for this yes. bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't really have. So, uh, okay. Uh, I feel like this movie tells the story of uh, a band and a band leader who are big in Minneapolis, maybe on the brink of breaking out crossover nationwide, but we don't even, that's not even on the radar. The radar. It's never even discussed. All they care about is Minneapolis, this one club, and they're just the stars of this club. So the kid and the revolution are headliners at this club. A girl comes to town fresh off the turnip truck and wants to break into showbiz. And, uh, She's vying for the attention of the kid and his rival band leader, Morris Day. More on him later. Oh, oh <laughs> I have so much to we say. We have about a lot him. to say about him. <laughs> and oh. uh, while she becomes romantically entangled with the kid, she becomes professionally entangled with Morris, and trouble ensues. And the kid confronts his past and he yeah. tries to grapple with. Becoming his father. Yes. Becoming the man that his father has turned into. Yes. Clarence Williams III from the Mod from the, Squad. From the Mod Squad. <laughs> I'll, I'll always think of Whoopi in that line in Sister Act. Mary Clarence, like, like Clarence Williams III from the Mod Squad. When she's looking in the mirror. <laughs> Does she say she looks like Clarence Williams? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Link from the Mod Squad. Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, no, also, that actually is. Tid, tidbit Link from the Mod Squad, one of the two, only two actual professional actors in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, so, you can tell. Can I tell you? <laughs> so I was watching this with my roommate last night, and I literally go, I was like, there is no one else in this movie that is an actor. No. And I could only clock Clarence Williams because yeah. I saw him in Tales from the Hood because I'm black. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and I'm going to get you, sucker. Which oh, I yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There's one scene in it, but he's, it's a memorable But I mean, scene. it's yeah. like, that's that's the actor yes. in this movie. Yes. And I was just like, he's the only one that's giving. And all he does is yell and hit people. And beat up women. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he does in this entire film. And maybe shoots himself in the head, maybe? When we get there, when we get there, I have so many <laughs> questions because it makes yeah. an iota of sense to me. <laughs> so so everybody in this movie is like from the music industry or Prince's inner circle, which Prince is that kind of 80s megastar that had an entourage of like a hundred people. Yeah. Absolutely. And just employed everybody he knew was in this movie. Mm-hmm. And a crazy thing about this movie is that everybody's, I'm assuming playing the version of themselves, a version of yeah. themselves. But because uh, Wendy and Lisa are named Wendy and Lisa, you know, Apollonia, you know, Jerome, all, <laughs> but it's like, nobody's an actor, right? They're just yeah. like, okay, well, my friend asked me to be in this yes. movie. I guess we're, doing yeah i mean morris day does a serviceable job because his character in the time is a very theatrical front man and morris i think was just a very just just a flashy guy just a flashy guy and it lent itself to to this character to this type of character Mm -hmm. in a movie yeah (laughs) i'm giving morris day (laughs) 
<laughs> the past. Like you guys are giving a lot of credit. <laughs> We're just like he's the villain of this movie. He is a villain essentially. Of this movie. Yeah, but it's just like I have. Oh my god! And so let me just say this: if, if I was him alone, if I am ever in uh, a rock band, any sort of musical endeavor, I need someone to be my Jerome and just follow me around with a full length mirror <laughs> and show it to me on stage. Now, is is Jerome the one that throws the woman? He, Jerome is the one in the, that in the trash can. Throws the woman so, in the trash can. Well, I've seen this dumpster. movie a handful of times, and like you, I remember. I don't think I'd ever seen this movie in an entire sitting, not edited for TV. Yeah. And we saw it at a it's friend's at house, Sharp's house. At Matt Sharp's, Sharp's house yeah. with a big crowd of people. It was a backyard outdoor movie screen. Kind of like an ideal movie to see yeah. with and there were about a lot of people like at like an outdoor screen. people at this party and okay. it was and wild. when he picks her up and puts her in the trash can. Body slams this like body slams fucking this poor girl. <laughs> it's just like it is so violent <laughs> that I like... Yeah. I was at work today, and I was just like, I had to stop it because I, I had to like, this look, up. <laughs> look behind me <laughs> yeah. to make sure I was not seeing MSFW, somebody behind me. Yeah, um, and I think I had the same reaction last night, where I was yeah. just like, Ugh. and when I was when we were watching last night, I totally forgot about I the forgot, scene, yeah. and probably about ten seconds before it was going to happen, I was like, wait a minute, Pete, is this the movie where? A woman gets thrown <laughs> in a trash can, and then it happened, and I just like screamed out loud. And all she's doing is trying to talk to Morris Day. Oh, this- she's not hitting on him. She's not like pulls a gun. She's just like, "Hey, Morris Day, we need to talk." And Jerome's just like, "Boop, trash can." Okay, <laughs> and this is brings this brings a whole other issue with my movie or <laughs> my movie. This movie altogether is is like there is. It's very uneven in like the levity and the things that are supposed yes. to be really dark. Yeah, the things are supposed to be dramatic, mm-hmm. and it's like so that scene. I don't know if it was trying to be played funny, right, yeah. or if it was trying to like, yeah, we're seriously throwing this woman in a trash can, right? And because later on in the movie, Morris and Jerome have their like who's on first little conversation about the secret password mm-hmm. that lasts way too so long. long. Way and too I long. cackled way too hard, <laughs> both both sober and yeah, and, drunk. and so it's like maybe they were just like, okay, Morris is bringing the funny, so we're so his scenes are going to be a little bit more wacky. I don't know, but you're right, the tone is never quite all catches. Over I mean, you yeah. can really Ever. tell when they were developing this movie that I think it was after the the six the wild success of 1999, Prince. Yeah. Pretty much just went to his label and was like, I want to do a movie about myself. Yeah. Prince has to be above the title, and a major studio is going to fund it. Oh, and guess what? Warner Brothers is like the main studio with my record company. And then he was <laughs> developing all these ideas, and this movie just feels like a lot of ideas that came from Prince's head that were just like, we're going to put this yeah, in this yeah. movie from my past. We're going to put like my family situation. We're going to put my band. Just all of these ideas in this movie. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, there's so much talent in this movie. Yeah. Most of it is coming from Prince. I mean, really. And even that's questionable. Well, I mean, the talent is not questionable. It's Prince. He gave to us, unto the world, <laughs> this entire album worth of hits. <laughs> okay. Please go on with that. <laughs> and also The Revolution. I, yeah. I mean, I also have a lot to say about The Revolution I love, as a band. I love White Prince in well, the band. Okay, so we're talking about the band, The Revolution. It's his backing band, and there are several personalities, and they kind of all have like a look. 
Mm-hmm. There's like the surgeon keyboard player. Yes. Um, there's Wendy and Lisa, who are just kind of like punky, kind of looking. Wendy, who was like 19 years old at the time. Wendy Melvoin, who like, was 19 had years just old. graduated high school, and which like, is crazy. She's the she's the guitarist, and she's an amazing lead guitarist. She's killing it. She's 19 in this movie, and the drummer, his look is White Prince. Mm-hmm. It's just a white dude with the full Prince hair, the mole. But we never really the little get Richard any context of <laughs> who these people are. No. They just like they're just the band. He has a nurse. Like I noticed mm-hmm. that, yeah. and that, like, and honestly, I'm I, I I don't know much about Prince about that time. Right. I know who he was with. Yeah. But it's like if they were trying to sell a point, I didn't quite understand. It. No. Yeah. <laughs> they don't spend yeah. enough time with them in the movie. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's not successful as a narrative, obviously. Um I do <laughs> uh the the revolution though, it's like he has uh you know, as he goes through eras, like at this time it was Prince of the Revolution, then like in the ninety was in the nineties it was Prince of the New Power Generation, you know, he had these backing bands, and this was just the one that was there, and they were just along for the ride. Um I always I thought that it's very interesting that this movie, according to the narrative of this movie, they're playing it off as if Wendy and Lisa pretty much Write all of this came stuff. up with yep. Purple Rain, mm-hmm. and he just threw lyrics on top of it. Yeah, which I think for Prince is kind of like I'm surprised he was like kind of gave away the songwriting credit, even if it's a movie. Which even if it's a movie, he was a dick about it. For yeah, like well, an yeah, hour and a <laughs> he, half. He is a horrible asshole about it the entire for like, time. <laughs> and it's like, and that's one of the things that bothered me about this movie, watching it the first and the second time in the last two days, it was just like. There is no one to root for in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prince is the person, like, he's our protagonist. He's yeah. the one that we're supposed to follow. And every time I see him, I'm just like, I want to punch you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were an awful pr- to your friends, yeah. to your bandmates, to your girlfriend. He doesn't even want Wendy and Lisa practicing a song that they wrote in their off time. At all. When he's like, he's, no, stop, when, give it up. And also when he's late, <laughs> when he's late, hours late. To a rehearsal that to everybody rehearsal. left. That everyone left. Because he was but so they late. were still sticking around. Yeah. He's like, what the hell are you doing practicing your what? own song on your own time? And then also, I think it was maybe the middle of the movie where I realized that apparently the reason the club boss was so angry mm-hmm. was because they were only performing one song a night. What's this one song bullshit? What's this one song bullshit? You mean the, <laughs> the club owner, Silky Nutmeg Ganache? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yep. And I don't think I caught that until maybe in the middle of... Uh, that's yeah. why he's so mad, because it's like, they're not doing anything. Which we also need to discuss the definition of, again, empty, and right. what people consider a bad song. Yeah. Yeah, they were all kind of bangers to me. But not even to you. Everybody in the... The director yeah. was bad at telling people, <laughs> you don't like this song. Because if that was the intention, it did not come It across. did not translate know, because yeah, everybody yeah, in that yeah. crowd, that full-ass club, yeah. they were like, I love this. Yeah. This is... This they is were extras there for the gem. day, yeah. really excited to see Prince. Let me tell you this about that club, the first street nightclub or whatever. Very, very integrated audience for this, like, very R&B kind of, like, uh, night. Or, like... All three of the bands. Well, okay, here's another thing. 
Because there was a lot of white people, and like they looked very like almost like punkish in their like styling. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I don't know if this is a crowd that's going to be at this club in Minneapolis, but <laughs> that's central casting. Um, one okay, so what you mentioned is that the the nightclub owner. Silky. Silky. <laughs> Silky and Nash, yeah. the, He looks like Silky and Nash. We'll, I mean, we'll post pictures gonna, on, that, yeah. on the Instagram. Um, he tells the kid at one point, we have three headliners, and this is later on in the movie, but we'll, we'll get to that. Mm. Um, there's three acts that play at this club. One of them is the revolution. One of them is the time. And then there's one that we don't really see. Mm-hmm. It's like Rez yeah. something. We see them do that one song the that I was like, I don't know song. who this is. It has to I don't be know scene- this song. It has to be scenes that were cut. Or, yeah, or we're just supposed to know as the audience, that ain't Prince, that ain't the time. That must mm-hmm. be the third act. But, like, we know Prince and we know the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what was this random band? Yeah. Like, why couldn't they not bring in a third? Yeah, unless that was just another band in that orbit of that Minneapolis music scene that they were trying to, like... Raise up. Raise up and yeah. it just didn't happen. Do you, you think know? that um, the kid is doing his ventriloquist, his ventriloquist <laughs> act in between numbers? Oh, man. I hope so. When he does the ventriloquist stuff. <sighs> Mouth oh wide open. Oh, he my God. He doesn't even... <laughs> I have such a problem uh, <laughs> with the kid in general. Yes. And I I said it today. I was like, if this movie was about anything, it was about how you identify red flags. <laughs> and a man who brings up a puppet to talk for himself yeah. is a red fucking flag. To talk shit on you? Yeah. Um, okay. So the kid is obviously, it's Prince. And it's 1984 Prince. And let me say this. I remember when this movie came out. I was in the first grade. But I remember when it came out. Okay. I yeah. remember MTV was just huge. Um, I remember Prince was everywhere and um, all over MTV. And um, I just remember my sister and I being very young children. I'm in the first grade. She's in the fourth grade. And we're just like, we knew the music was good. We would hear it all the time. You on knew the it was radio. cool. We knew it was cool. Yeah. But Prince was so mystifying as this person. Yeah. Because he's wearing thigh-high, over-the-knee, stiletto scrunch boots, the eyeliner, boots. Mm-hmm. you know, this hair, the body, the outfit, all this stuff. But he's not feminine in any way. He's like mm-hmm. hyper masculine, I would say, like in his how he interacts with women in this movie. Um, so it's not like a Michael Jackson thing when you hear his voice and he's got like a high pitch. He doesn't have the high pitched Michael Jackson voice. It's soft. It's very soft. <laughs> the first time he gets hit by his dad, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Because this just came out of no. Because he does, he gives off a very hyper masculine vibe. Yeah. And then when he confronts his dad for the first time yeah. and gets hit, it was like, uh, <laughs> oh. Did he we... scream? I don't remember. He does. He it was very, it was jarring <laughs> compared to like, but also I don't think up until that point he said much of anything. True. He doesn't have he a lot of dialogue. He was just creepily you know. staring at people. Yes, true. <laughs> so, you know, so Prince has this persona uh, unlike anybody. It's not like, it's a it's a distinctly Prince look. You can't say like, oh, he's giving me this, he's giving me that. He's just giving you Prince, right? So it's, so that's the kid, you know. 
band leader front man for the revolution at this at this nightclub and again like you said if the intention was the revolution is the band that's not holding their own it, that does not come across in this mm-hmm. movie because all the performance scenes and the performance scenes i would say are almost full songs every time they stop yeah. to do a song i think they're practically every doing single one the full is. songs mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think maybe the only ones they cut are like the the time songs i think they kind of edit edit around them somehow but they i think they still almost play the entire songs yeah i that. noticed um and i'm sorry to interrupt oh, but no, like i think i noticed that like when doves cry was all of when doves cry <laughs> yeah. except prince in the bathtub uh, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was just pretty much the video yes. <laughs> and i was like and i was like i was into it i was yes. yeah so do you remember first watching it do I remember very first seeing it? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Just probably... I think at my dad's house. So, I mean, I remember when this came on TV when I was a kid and I was at my dad's house. Yeah. And I... Like you, I knew who Prince was, but he was just a very mysterious guy that I yeah. didn't... I didn't know a lot about him, but I knew that's Prince. Yeah. And I remember watching a little bit of Purple Rain and my dad was like, oh, this is the Prince movie, Purple Rain. Yeah. It's a po- it's really bad. That's <laughs> how I remember my dad describing oh it. Oh my god! And then I just remember being like, "So is he playing Prince?" Yeah. As I was watching it, just not really getting the tone yeah. and feel of the movie. Just like yeah. stumbling onto it on like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think for kids especially, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of hard to follow and wrap your head around. But like you're saying. The videos that go along to this movie are pretty mm-hmm. much just yeah. clips of this movie with little things here and there. And again, I remember at the time being six years old, and it's the video for When Doves Cry, and that was a huge single. And that video was played, and that was before even the release of the movie. Oh, okay, too that that was a that was a chart chopping like that was charting months before the movie came out. Sure, and in the video, he's in a bathtub. With bubbles, and then he gets out of the bathtub and crawls across the floor. And this is on MTV during the day, so it's not, they're not showing anything. But the you know, and to a little kid, I'm just watching this at home, going, "Oh my god, he's naked. He's in a bath. Mind completely blown, shattered. Because in movie or in music videos." Even in the 80s, it's like the only skin you would see would be women. Like male pop stars, male rock mm-hmm. stars were not about like their body, you know. And Prince was about like, I'm going to be naked in this video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crawling on the floor with soap suds. Only wearing soap suds. And it was just like, okay. And I I have that memory just like burns into my brain going like, oh my god, he's naked. Holy shit. And then just seeing this movie. Um... And also just kind of, like, knowing that his whole persona is just kind of, like, wrapped around, like, it's like sex and mystery and, mm. you know, his, like, the the prince women. Yeah. You know, these yeah. protege women. In this movie, we get Apollonia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording that originally was going to be Vanity from Vanity 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is... I'm sure that Beautiful. probably versions of the script were written with Vanity in mind. Oh yeah, well, it was definitely that they, that was they definitely just changed the name of the mind. character. Yes, specifically written yeah. and like it's Vanity Six is mm-hmm. what we know. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, well, we can't get her Apollonia. So Six is what has we're she gonna... has she ever kind of said why she didn't take it? 
Well, she's since gone on to become like a born again evangelical Christian, but I don't know that that happened in 1984. At the time, she just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. I just think she just left the group yeah. at that point and was like, you can't use my name. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, she did become like a born because she was in Action Jackson, like. Oh my God! That was her. That was her, Jackson, and I think that was like '88. So it's Mm -hmm. she hadn't left the business, but I think she left Prince because a lot of times what he did with his proteges was that these were women that he was dating. Yeah. So he would like you know turn them into these like Vanity, Apollonia, Carmen Electra, you know personas, and then. If he would, I don't know, maybe he would break up with them and move on to somebody else. I'm sure she was probably just like, well, fuck you then. And they, <laughs> not and be they found movie. Apollonia just through an audition for the movie. Yes. Yeah. Wow. She, yeah. And then Apollonia became something she other did. than just being mm-hmm. Apollonia, right? Yeah, she like did. She did other things beyond mm-hmm. this movie. Because the song in this movie that Apollonia 6 sings is Sex Shooter. Six shooter, yes. That became a big hit, and that's okay. you know Apollonia Six. That song cannot find it in you. <laughs> I think, yeah, I hate that Prince. All a lot yeah. of Prince's music, you have such a hard time finding. Yeah, it'll a, be on one service but not on another, or mm-hmm. things like that. His estate is very particular about yes, what goes extremely. where. Yeah, I found out today that um, the big Vanity Six song was added to iTunes. Uh, Yes, uh, nasty girl, nasty girl. Yeah, yeah. But not Spotify. For the longest time, but the longest time it was it was unavailable. Yeah, but so it's on something. But yeah, but oh. sex shooter from this movie is not. There is a Prince demo of sex shooter that's available on iTunes, but not the Apollonia Six version. So it's just Prince singing it, which is very interesting because that's the thing. Prince writes all these songs, mm-hmm. and he does demos and he records all of them. So there's his, versions of his demo to you. His and, demo you know. for Manic Monday is really good. Yeah. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's his demo of Manic Monday. Nothing compares to you. Sex shooter, you know. So if you want to hear these songs, you can hear the early versions. <laughs> yeah, he did Manic Monday. Yeah, yes, he wrote. Even that. when you listen to it, it it just sounds like a Prince song. The keyboard. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at look up the Prince version. It's really good. Yeah, it's great. It's good really to good. know. And that was just recently released on. Well, after he died, I think they released after they a lot of, after a lot he died, they released now. all of these unreleased tracks of it, mm-hmm. and okay. that was on there. And that's where the the nothing compares to you mm-hmm. demo was released at the same time. Yeah. So, so in this movie, we get Apollonia, mm-hmm. who is a Mexican. Yeah. I think she's probably, <laughs> arguably, Big the ups. best actor of the movie. I don't know about Would that. You agree? That is I, a I, stretch. I don't agree. I mean, <laughs> yeah. She's. I, I, I f- you can definitely tell that she was very new to yeah, acting. Yeah. I, I like felt everyone. Like she, I felt like she was giving me a little, I don't know. I, 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 yeah. I liked her a lot. I like look. She's so beautiful that you're just yeah. like stunning. You do just want to watch her. I really get, <laughs> as soon as she walked, like getting her little gross apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> and walking into the club to watch Prince do "Let's Go Crazy." Yeah, which by the way is probably one of the best openings. Of, oh, of so good! I've ever seen. In my I mean, life. nothing will just get a crowd excited 
like that song. Uh, that, <laughs> I remember like, when we saw the Dixie Chicks, and it was in 2016, and Prince had just passed away, and Natalie from the Dixie Chicks is just a huge Prince fan. She did uh, a cover of Nothing Compares to You, mm-hmm. and they just opened the show with Prince's Let's Go Crazy, but they just played the song. Oh. <laughs> like they just played the song, just like dark stage. That is cool. Yeah. Let's go crazy because it's such a miles. good song. Yeah, number one, and yeah. just like watching that with the montage, mm-hmm. a montage of scenes that mean nothing nope. to yeah. you. Yeah. generally, we don't know who any of these people are. Don't they? Don't they actually? Nothing in this in that montage show. Prince or the kid like riding up on his motorcycle, but he's already on stage. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first shot of the, the whole thing, yeah. which is like in that montage, they talk of or his the 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 owner of the club or whatever or whoever keeps yeah. saying like, oh, we have a low showing and da da da, and it's just like where yeah. people Packed are loving this shit. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I've been to shitty concerts before. Yeah, same. Many. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, no, this looks nothing. Like no. this is this feels like a. It was full fire house. hazard. Standing room only. Yeah, fire hazard. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, the this motorcycle that he rides in this movie. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, this it like is. Batgirl like. <laughs> it is like it is like the little Batgirl motorcycle. <laughs> it's it's huge for mm-hmm. it's giant, and it also brings to the point that like his outside life yeah makes no sense to his interior life. right yeah it's, so i looked up the motorcycle and it is a customized honda manic cm 400 oh, it's a honda matic yeah but so, i mean just like so, custom okay, no but a honda matic means that it's essentially a scooter so, yeah i was like i don't know even better means. yeah it, i don't i think that means it's it's essentially a scooter it doesn't it doesn't need gears so he could just ride it with his little high heels and <laughs> His little boots. And not have to, and not have to use a clutch. <laughs> That's and ladies that and gentlemen, means. he just ruined, <laughs> just shattered yeah, I mean, all that, your dreams. To, he <laughs> just shattered all of your dreams about according Prince. To, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> that's what he's that's what he's driving. Oh, I love it. It makes it makes sense. So it's, it would be easier for him to ride because be it easier is, to film with. It is yep. him in many shots. Yes. Of, of on the motor. I mean, there are some shots where it's when like, he peels very, out, you can definitely tell that was done with a double. Different. And there yeah. are a lot. Of shots of that back tire kicking up dirt every yep. time, like so many. Sh- he was trying to make a point. I'm <laughs> tiny, but no one will ever know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> when he does meet, well, he doesn't meet Apollonia at the club. He meets her at the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? Okay. That scene <laughs> was so. <laughs> Everything. Every interaction he's had with Apollonia. Throughout this movie, whether or not they're liking each other yeah. or he's randomly abusing her or yeah. whatever, um, is just so, like, run away, girl. Yeah, yeah. It, it is very red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, you know, when he first meets her at, at the mall, you know, it's it's the kid, it's Prince, he's in his full, like, regalia. And, you know, so she. So it's like, all right, she's kind of like, she's wearing... <laughs> This full patent leather, like, it's like a a top with, like, a peplum and, like, leather pants. And it's very, I don't know, it's like Selena Kyle, but also... It's a little daytime Selena Kyle. Daytime Selena. Daytime. (laughs) Yeah. Day walking. She's not not just the kind of girl that's going to go to the mall in, like, jeans and, like, a little top. She's fully wearing, like, this leather outfit with a gold anklet with over gold, yep 
over boot. the boot. Over and they the comment boot. on it. Well, and then he steals point. it from yep. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, he first. Okay, this man is like sociopathic to say the least. Because first he steals. Literally in my notes, I was like, <laughs> the kid is a sociopath. First he, he, and he does all these things playfully. He's like, oh, but it's not even playful when he says about the anklet. Doesn't he just say like, give it to me? Yeah, he. I think he just yeah, says like, like, yeah. like, give that to me, or like, and then figures that. out that she's lying about it being a gift. Yeah, and he's like, I'm keeping it. Yeah, and it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> you gave it to me. It's mine now. And then walks away. Then they go on this like motorcycle ride. What through, song like, is playing during the, the motorcycle ride? It's um, take me with you. Yeah. Oh, which is, is that the name favorite. of the song? I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and that's her doing the doing the female vocal on that. No, take me with you is when they go to the the lake. Is that part of the same scene? I think I think that they're driving to the lake. Yeah, because she's in the black. Yeah, yeah, she's in the black outfit. Yeah, yeah. This okay. when that when she cleanses herself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. This okay. scene is insane. Oh, okay, take oh. a dip <laughs> into the waters. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, I feel I feel bad for this actress that they that they made her do this on this like it's probably like fifty degrees out. In Minnesota, <laughs> that I... you're going to make her take all of her clothes off and jump in the water. So I dated a person from Minnesota mm-hmm. whose parents had a house on Lake Minnetonka. Oh, okay. I've put my feet in. Like, <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, just you've taken a dip. That. Oh, that shit is cold. <laughs> I've taken the dip. You're I've only getting one dip. shot of her. Cleansed. You're <laughs> only getting yourself. one shot of her jumping in that in that. Like, but that's like the most wildest thing I've ever yeah. heard anyone yeah. do. Like, excuse me. the The scene is wild, and his delivery when he's just like, "You can hang out with us, whatever, but you got to do this one thing first, and you've got to cleanse yourself in the waters of Lake." And she's just like, "Okay, this is how bad she wants it." Yeah, how bad she wants <laughs> what? Like, we don't. My issue is with the pacing of the story of just like right. she wants something, he wants something, but we don't really know what it is they want from because yeah, have they never, had they've never really had discussions of her joining the band, yeah, like getting a job at the club or anything. Yeah, because she t- she well she, the first person that she meets at the club is this like waitress with mm-hmm. the platinum blonde hair who I love this character, and she was also sort of a prince groupie. That she was pretty close with him, right? Well, doesn't yes. she end up? She ends up in Vanity and Apollonia Six. Apollonia, and I yeah. think she was in Vanity mm-hmm. Six. Too, Vanity though. Six. Yep. I think when you watch the Nasty Girl video, she's in it. Okay. She. I think she has. She has like a switchblade in her belt. <laughs> she does something. She has very wild blonde hair, yes. and you're just like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. And in the in the Nasty Girl video, much like later on when you see Apollonia Six, Vanity Six is just mm-hmm. in lingerie. That's the whole. Tea. That's the whole look. It's just lingerie, which okay, cute. Um, so the first person she meets is is the waitress, and she's just like, I gotta, you know, I gotta meet the owner. I gotta talk to whoever. Here's my information. She gives it to her, but all she's saying is that she needs to meet these people. But does she even say like, I want to dance or like, I want to sing? Or... Yeah, it's not like a Nomi Malone situation of. I yeah. I came here to dance. Yeah. yeah, like I don't remember mm-hmm. if she ever specifically vocalizes. I'm here to do this. I think she's just like I want to be there. She yeah. just wants yeah. to be just close to the kid. Yeah, I don't know. At what point do we find out that she's like wanting to be a singer? Morris, Morris, when Morris yeah. starts to seek her out, 
But like the violent point that Morris starts to seek her out or like earlier than that? I don't think I <laughs> quite remember. Well, maybe it is Morris who's the one that's just like, I'll, I'm going to put you in the in a band. I'm going to make a band. Because who's doing the auditions with the girls? It's Morris. It's right? Morris. Yeah, yes, Morris yes, is, yes, yes. is watching the girls audition and blah, blah, blah. And he thinks they all suck. But I don't I don't. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't remember a point where Morris and Vanity uh, Apollonia were uh-huh. in a scene together where he's like, I'm auditioning you. She just goes to Prince and says, yeah, I'm with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm they doing... kind of skip over that. They skip over that. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we're in a very weird, violent situation. I think they have a conversation. <laughs> I think there's one scene where there's a conversation. Where they're in the limo? The of them. Yeah, I think it's the limo. I think he like sees her in the street and she gets into the limo. Okay. I think there's a conversation at some point. There has to be. I watched it today. I have no idea. I watched it like literally four hours ago. And I still, I'm like, this movie was yeah. so wild. Yeah. So going back to the lake scene where she crawls out of the lake. And the the lake shore, you can see there's like sludge oh right God. there. And yeah, like, it, it doesn't even, it looks girl. like a pond. Yeah. Well, he actually tells her that ain't Lake Minnetonka. But he tells her after. And he's like, I tried to warn you. And it's like, no, you, did no, you, you did, really? You told her when did she you was really? mid-jumping in. Yeah. Oh, I've taken all, just, all of my clothes. Hey, hey, by the he's way. He's just like, ah. <laughs> Like, no. And she has to get back on those pants. Leather. Those leather or pants. leather, whatever it is. All wet. All wet. Mm. All, all wet. <laughs> and then so he drives away. Drives away. Bruh. Drives away. Red, like we talk uh, about red flags on Twitter yeah. lately, yeah. And it's just like if somebody drives away from you when oh you god. are naked and wet, oh my god, and wearing pleather, yeah. Oh, you don't need them in your life. <laughs> and then and when then it comes maybe back, maybe comes back two minutes later. Oh, like, and oh, when I was kidding, like, playing it off trying, like it's cute. When she's trying to get back on the bike and he keeps moving, moving forward, <laughs> that is... scene makes me so anxious and angry <laughs> just watching it. This is what. It, Ugh. They're playing it off like it's cute, like it's, it's oh oh you this guy look at him. And I realized that like cute. in the eighties, this shit must have been real, yeah. real sexy. <laughs> this might have gotten girls real wet because oh, right man. now I'm like I'd punch you in the throat, bruh. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. <laughs> Every everything about Prince being the protagonist, yeah. being the hero of the story, I'm like I don't see it. Yeah. I don't totally. And maybe I'm ruining this podcast right now by, <laughs> by mentioning I mean, how much no. I hate him. <laughs> I mean, we're here to, to discuss the movie, to break it down, you know, nuts and bolts. And this movie, crazy. So <laughs> this movie so, is so, so crazy. Good. But I mean, I think to me, what I take away from it all is the album, the soundtrack. It's like, I yeah. can just listen to this. Which is so good. What I feel like all I've known for a very long time mm-hmm. is just the songs. Yeah. It's just the songs because yeah. I mean, I know I've watched it before. Yeah, and I do like that that point of the movie. Then you're when you're watching it, that even the movie recognizes you're really not caring about the story. Just <laughs> play <laughs> play fucking Prince songs. Let me hear Darling Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Even when Darling Nikki doesn't exactly make sense to what no, you're trying to do for this scene, but yeah, no, I feel like for the longest time. I only knew this movie from an adult perspective. Yeah. From the soundtrack. Yeah. And the movie doesn't give you any information. It does, it's not like 
it sheds light on the making of the album, mm-hmm. on the inspiration for the song. None of that. It doesn't give you are, any of that. Or Prince getting just kind of official, officially discovered. No, no. By a label. It's, that's mm-hmm. not. Nothing. That was not the objective of this movie. Which is when we roll back around to what was this movie yeah. about? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess that it's a what it no pun intended. It, it's, it's a vanity project. It's just a vehicle for Prince. Yeah. Okay, but then we have that like weird sub story with his parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay. So like we said, the kid lives with his parents. He is of an indeterminate. Indeterminate. Nobody age. really knows how old he is. Um, he was probably. And actually, in his late 20s, early 30s in 1984. Yeah, probably. Probably you know? like 28. I think he was probably around Michael Jackson and Madonna's age. I would. I, I mean, think. considering that everybody kept trying to make him fight Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think they were the late, same age. Late, born in the late 50s. Yes. So he was probably in his in his late 20s. Um, his parents, played by Clarence Williams III from The Mod Squad, and uh, an unwon- unknown actress, who is not black. Who is not black, but <laughs> gave... The best um, demonic trance performance of repeating a single line. Was it? <laughs> you won't let me go out. You won't. Yeah. You won't, it, like, whatever it was, it was. I watched it both times. I was just like, this is. The best line reading I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, not because a, there was no backstory. No, to there's no story at all. No story at all. All we get is every time kid goes home, his father is actively beating the shit out of his mother. Yeah. Actively yelling. Yeah. And be, like, and Clarence, I think, might have been the only true actor of yeah. that movie, which we've talked about. Yeah, yes. yeah. But that's this woman who was playing his mom. <laughs> and like I know it was not supposed to be funny. Yeah. At all. <laughs> and I kept I was like, what is what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah. Like, is she a hooker? Is she <laughs> is she does she want to go out to party? Yeah. Go out with her friends. What is who happening? Is Why is yeah. he keeping Because then there was this whole situation where he's just like, I can make you happy. I can Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I yeah. have no backstory to this. Yeah. But I mean, all it is there for is to illustrate that the kid, all he knows is this domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But then also, well, I don't think we find out until later on, is that the father is also a musician. Yes. Because he discovers, yes. yeah. he discovers uh, all of his music. Yeah. All of his music. And I'm assuming he's supposed to be playing the piano in that one scene when he sees him, like, mm-hmm. kind of crying or whatever. But. You know, never see his hands on the piano, and it also is an electric piano, and he's not playing an electric piano <laughs> in the scene. <laughs> the music was fully like and, electronic, and doesn't it? Kind of... So I was like, "Is he supposed to be playing this?" <laughs> because that's not. <laughs> but that's the eighties. And doesn't he get some of the guitar riff or themes from Purple Rain? Uh, from I his think, dad. I think so. I mean, I think so because. It, Later on, when he finally does crack and decide that Wendy and Lisa's music is not hot garbage, <laughs> that he can actually use it. I love any <laughs> shots with Wendy and Lisa just because I think that they look so fucking rad. They do. They, they do. look so cool. Yeah. They are, again, I think I said at the, the beginning of the podcast, I was just like, all of the women in this movie are beautiful. Yeah, they gorgeous. are gorgeous. And like Wendy and Lisa, mm-hmm. and they're. <laughs> when they're so indignant every time he tells oh them, I don't care about your music. 
no, no, no. And you're just like, what? Then why are you staying in this band? Just leave. Why? He needs Go you. Wait. <laughs> um, Start your own band. But it's like when he finds his dad's music, mm-hmm. and then he like makes Purple Rain out of it. Yeah. I was like, how did that correlate into? Because Wendy and Lisa have already kind of laid out. The, the music and we've purple heard rain. and we've heard like the opening like <laughs> the multiple opening times chords yeah. of purple rain multiple times yeah. and i and i always get excited like oh can i tell you it is like rain. edging every time yeah. i was just like yeah. i know purple rain <laughs> it's coming it's it's coming it's coming it's coming it, it, uh, <laughs> it is yeah. so inappropriate it's that very specific uh guitar um guitar pedal sound that gives it that little bit of reverb and just those chords. Yeah. So good. Um, I was talking a little bit about how the members of the revolution kind of have a look like the surgeon keyboard player yes, and white Prince drummer. Mm-hmm. When <laughs> Wendy every now and then does like lady Prince. Yeah. Look. Every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now and then I love it. the hair to one side and like she, I mean the Austin powers. Yeah. Like she was trying to make a point. Ascot, we don't yeah. need you. You have me. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And yes. so wild that like he just discovered her when she was like seventeen, probably. Yeah, and was just like, "Come and play my play in my band." Yeah, Wait, finish, is that a true story. Finish high school. Yeah, I think that Wendy had just finished high school when she met Prince. Yeah, well, Wendy uh, came from a very musical family. Her brother uh, Jonathan was the touring keyboard for Smashing Pumpkins. Who he was the one that OD'd like on tour that one time. Oh, okay. And, oh, wow. and they fired That's the drummer right. because of yeah. all that crazy madness. Mm-hmm. That's Wendy of the Revolution. That's her brother. And then she has a twin sister, an identical twin sister, who Prince was dating. Ooh. And the okay. twin sister is the inspiration for I uh, want to say nothing compares to you. Was written wow. about, was written okay. about Wendy's twin sister. And um they all came they were all very musical as children and their father was like I think he was like head of like a music conservatory like in the Midwest. That is um, wild. Yeah. So she had had a pass with Prince yes. for quite some time. Yes. Up into this movie. Yeah. Okay. And then she and uh Lisa were secretly dating for like a lot of years. Yeah, iconic lesbians. Yes. <laughs> Wait, which she? Wendy and Lisa. Really? They were a couple. Wow! Yeah, and it was like a secret. Like they didn't, they didn't like come out about it. For oh, time. I love that for so a lot much. of years. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and they actually have solo stuff, and it's never really kind of taken off. Doesn't quite capture the same magic as this. Yeah, I don't even know wow. if I would even know any. I just know, I just know that from Wikipedia that they release solo albums. Okay. Don't, yeah, but they have albums released as as Wendy and Lisa as like a duo. Got so, it. Yeah, which I feel like that's. Kind of par for the course for a Prince Prodigy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. With the exception of uh, uh... Carmen Electra, did she ever release music? God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> She's I always, I always just item. think the, of the opening of Scary Movie <laughs> with her as Drew Drucker. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> uh, does your does your does your boyfriend? Um... <laughs> he's big and he's black, and he'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> the one that wears dresses. The one that, yeah, the one that wears women's clothes. Yeah, How did you know? 
That's not my boyfriend. I fucked him a couple times, but that's it. Oh, because they're talking about Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Prince is the one that's tied to the chair. Mm-hmm. The what Prince. a time. <laughs> Impersonator. What a time. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Prince and his looks were so iconic. The yellow jumpsuit with the ass cut out. Yeah. That was a, that was a that was Grammy a, performance. But that was like one time. Or was it a VMA? I think that it was, was a VMA. VMA. It was one time. It yeah. One time. But that was like one time. It's yeah. like... And it became what he was known for. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, no, he has so much more. He's so true. prolific. I forget, true. I forget about the Carmen Electra connection. Yeah, she started out as like a, mm-hmm. a prince protege. I can't even remember what video shoot. Was it Cream? I don't, I didn't, she wasn't. Or Get Off. She was neither Diamond nor Pearl. Did he name, uh, she might, <laughs> did he like, did he like dub her Carmen Electra? He did. Did he give her that name? He did. Because, I love that. Because she, while she looks ethnic, is white. And he was just like, you look like Carmen Electra to me. You're going to be part of Carmen Electra. (laughs) You're going to be Latina. I don't know. know. (laughs) Carmen, I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wow. I had no idea that was like not her real name. Yeah. No. I mean, not the Electra. Right. 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 (laughs) Carmen. I was like, okay, no. Yeah. See it. She. She might have been. Maybe she wasn't. Or is she Diamond and or Pearl? She's no, she's not Diamond or Pearl. Um, but she might be in Cream or Get Off because that sounds about the right. Area. area. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think it might have been Get Off. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that video and been like, oh, hey, you. Yeah. And that was the more like sexy, like sexually charged song. Like Cream was pretty sexually charged. Yes. But Get Off was like, that's some like boning music. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Which like, okay. It's called Get Off. Speaking of boning music, <laughs> um, as I take control of this particular Do section, uh, I have never been more attracted to a man than when I saw Prince do Computer Blue. Oh, my God. Uh, blindfolds. Yeah, that's when he has And then the, no shirts. Yeah. And being sweaty and playing the guitar. I was like, oh, I have... And honestly, like, I know... I understand that Prince is a uh, a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the attraction to him. Yeah. I have never particularly been in that... Right. That, that cohort. Yeah. <laughs> but watching that scene, I was like... I get it now. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right. Prince has a very specific look. And it's like, you know, like we said, he does wear over the knee thigh high scrunch boots. Oh. And like. Computer blue is when he has the mask. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. That is 100% very. 100% yeah. did it for me. Mm-hmm. And, I was, yeah. and I watched it last night and I watched it at work and I was just like, I feel fully inappropriate at work. I need to turn this yeah. off. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that look today, like the lace, like mask over, it's so like avant-garde. Like you would see that today. It's very like, uh, you know, I don't know. Like it's like a Catwoman kind of a look. It's just, it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just Masquerade like, ball. But yeah, hit, that little tiny muscular body with no again, shirt on. Which that little scrawny. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken bone like body, twenty six inch it waist. Me, it, gives me, it gives me someone's. It gives That's me, what made me gay, guys. The movie that made me gay I'm was Purple Rain. It, Computer Blue. This look gives me a guest star on OnlyFans that is not wanting to show his face. Uh, I've seen many of those. Yep, I've seen many. That's what it gives me. Oh my! God. But yeah, no, that look. Yeah, and that like that yeah. came towards the end, and I was I did, just like, yeah. it copy. Because he's, and then it followed up with Darling Nikki, and I was, I was like, "Yeah, what?" I was gonna say because he's still shirtless in Darling Nikki, but it's mm-hmm. the mask and everything and the yeah. computer blue that you're just like, "All right." And then they made Darling this Nikki works. all dramatic and shit. And I was like, oh, "Yeah, oh, I kind oh. of I'm watching that scene, 
and you know Apollonia and Morris come in and they're sitting with Silky and <laughs> they they start doing Darling Nikki and he's like clearly performing the song to Apollonia right and she's like getting more and more uncomfortable and ultimately starts crying and leaves why because it's Darling Nikki and it's very sexual so yeah, because it's not like he they set up that he wrote this song about her at all, at all. But is at it all? And the song taken... has nothing to do with her. No, and it's not even like, oh, how could you talk about me in that? Which way? makes me know. feel like they Prince wrote this album and they were just trying to yes, fit. To pluses, they're just trying yeah, to drop in music, and, yeah, these songs yeah. in because there's no reason for her to feel so emotional about Darling Nikki. No. at all. No. And even the, I mean, the lyrics, it's like, okay, Cotter in the waiting room masturbating with the magazine. But it's Which like, it seems like he's into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I missing and then, the yeah, point the rest of the, of the The rest of the performance, he's kind of like humping the speakers. But it never really connected to me why she's taking it so personally as like he's making fun of her, I guess, because... I guess that's the idea is that he sees her with Morris and he's just like, Oh, you're with Morris Day now, so fuck you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you mm-hmm, right. I'm gonna make you look like the fool now by performing this song that has nothing to do with, <laughs> has nothing to do with you. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was one of those things that they're just like that would be good here. But it doesn't really it track. doesn't Yeah. Which again brings me to the point that this movie makes <laughs> no sense. Well, not and this is also the section of the movie where it just forgets about the plot and it just becomes a Prince concert. Yeah. Like, this is what you paid for. <laughs> this is what you bought your movie ticket yeah. for is just to see Prince perform these songs. Okay. Well, I do want to talk about when uh, Apollonia 6 finally, you know, like comes together and we get their big, like, song, mm-hmm. uh, which is Sex Shooter. Is that a different club? Because it wasn't the whole idea is that they're going to replace the revolution. Okay, so maybe they're just testing out the song somewhere else. Because I don't think it's at the First Street. It looks different. I feel like it was First Street. And then when his boss comes to him and is just like, we don't need four bands. Oh, yeah. We're going to show you all. But we're going to take one of you out at some point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because it looked like... The, the way they're performing, it's like the there's like a it looks like they're at like a strip club or like a I don't know I don't know the production values karaoke on bar all or of something these things weird. are very weird. It's just like how yeah. do you have this much money as a club? <laughs> <laughs> the first street had so many, much money, but apparently you didn't have in. a lot of people <laughs> in. Again, our definitions yeah. of empty and what's good music? Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice all of the L.A. pickup shots of this movie? That are shot downtown. No. There's a scene where uh, she's outside and you can see the Cecil Hotel in the background. Yeah. Oh, before yep. all the homeless people her, hanging yeah. out. Her hotel that she stays in, they cut it so that it looks like it's across the street from the first street. But it's actually, what is that, Broadway? That the Cecil's on? Or spring or whatever. Yeah, it's on I that it street. Spring. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in spring. So it's further down. Yeah, yeah, and you can see the Cecil in the background. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then is it? Does it cost a lot of money to shoot in Minneapolis? Well, the, what we found out was I think that the shooting schedule was butting up against winter. Winter, 
And it was just so a lot of the exteriors oh, would have been a little too they cold. They couldn't do any. Yeah, it would have just Got been it. snow in the, in the exterior. And downtown LA can sub for a lot of cities in 100%. Minneapolis as well. I agree. There were I also agree. some motorcycle shots. They were going across the bridges, crossing yep. the LA River. They were like going in like a tunnel. Like there was a lot of like LA River adjacent shots on the motorcycle too. So, but I think that was another thing where they were just like, we need more motorcycle montage. We don't have enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's get those out in LA. So yeah, it was just you know outrunning the the mm-hmm. Minnesota winters. Okay. Which is another reason why would you shoot this in Minneapolis? I mean, I get that it's Prince's whole story, but I mean, I don't know what shooting movies was like in the eighties. Yeah. So it's like it's I don't crazy know of how that. quickly this movie got together. That there was mm-hmm. the development of this movie, and then probably a mere like year it was filming. Yeah, like that's just how quickly this movie was thrown together. Yeah, they just had the idea, mm-hmm. and then they—I mean, you can tell in the script. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, nothing in the script is cohesive at all. Yeah, yeah, it uh, is <laughs> a lot of taking pieces, bits and pieces of what we think would make an interesting story, mm-hmm. but never giving a a tie into anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, his parents' relationship being. One of the main things that's like his boss is telling him is like, don't bring personal shit to the club. And you're just kind of like, yeah, no, no, I get that. But like, what is the personal shit that he's bringing to the club? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe advising him not to get into a relationship with another performer. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we have talked about it a little bit, but we have to address the scene where. He mollywops Apollonia. Oh my god! <laughs> Which came uh, out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's and crazy. I, and I guess that for I dramatic for purposes, it's like he's becoming his father. Yeah, but like, we don't yeah, see enough yeah. of his father for to like no. And he's just like, don't I treat you right? Like afterwards, when she's just like, yeah. I'm he hits her. She gets all upset. She's like, I'm going to leave. And when he's trying to get her to stay, he actually says, don't I treat you good or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you just, just smacked her up on the head. The shit out of me, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's like, that was one of the things that like caught me so off guard yeah. was like, yeah, he gave her an earring. Yeah. I feel like he gave her an earring. And then like literally half a second later. I'm going to be in Apollonia 6 yeah. or Morris Day's Morris, band. Yeah. I'm going to work with Day's. And then uh, slap. And you're just like, what the hell <laughs> just happened? You yeah. were just loving on her. And then. Yeah. Because there wasn't enough interaction between him and Morris Day, number mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To justify. And you don't really get that they're rivals. At all. At all. They're like, we just all work in the same club. Mm-hmm. Which is like. Morris Day is the comedic relief as far as I'd felt yeah. at that it, point. It really only feels that, like, Morris kind of is resentful of Prince, kind of. But, like, in a funny way. But in a funny mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Jerome kind of, like, messes with him, like, fixes yeah. his jacket and pinches him on the cheek. Yeah. But, but the it, kid's whole thing yeah. is, like, I don't pay attention to them. 
I'm doing songs that apparently no one loves, according to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm like really because I I would not have that reaction to a song I hate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just like it, none of none of this movie makes sense. Yeah. And it's like that's why it's so uneven between like when there's levity mm-hmm. and then when there's this like super dramatic shit. You're just like, oh, I whiplash. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> is I guess Morris. Day is the villain? Is the antagonist? I guess. I mean, I guess. Or is it just like I don't the know. kids, like psyche, <laughs> like the kids' father? I don't. Is there an antagonist? Also, I don't even think that there is an antagonist. Yeah. In there this is movie. no antagonist. Yeah. I mean, the antagonist, I guess, might be Morris Day. Yeah. Is the antagonist is the kids' the personal the kid. demons? Yeah. Yes. But what are those demons? Yeah, hubris. <laughs> I would uh, say because he doesn't want to take. Uh, his band's members' music seriously. They're only going to play his songs. So I think that's to illustrate that he's just like, yeah. I am the revolution, right? Sure. And then also just like having to have ownership of this of this woman and not letting her have her career outside of him, even though he was doing nothing to forward her career. Mm-hmm. He was just having like fucking her. Yeah, she was actively pursuing it herself. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I get, but that's the thing. That's not delved into enough to like even justify that as like the, you know, overall hanging antagonism of the story. Like you Mm -hmm. said, um, you know, his demons being like the problem, which they are. I think definitely the kid is probably one of the bigger villains of this movie. Right. The person we're supposed to be rooting for is the person that I'm like, I yeah. wish you would die. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things. Are we as the audience Are we just supposed to root for Prince just because that's because who we this is what he That's can do who on we stage. bought the ticket yeah. to go see. Yeah. Right. And I think maybe in the eighties it was a little different as far as like audiences analyzing movies so hard, you know what I mean? Like in a pre home video world. Right. I think it's very much like go to the movie, watch the movie, be entranced by the songs and the music and that's it. Which I home. absolutely was in tra- Like, yeah. these performances yeah. throughout this movie. Yeah. Especially, were... like, the last 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, my God. When it really were... just... three songs When in it row. really just throws <laughs> out of just, like, you know, you weren't really caring about the story. Who fucking cares? Just, just, right? have, just have Prince play some songs and wrap this shit up. Yeah. So, I admittedly looked at the Wikipedia page before I watched the movie. Yeah. And it was just, like read down the plot and it was just like and then the movie ends song after song after song with a montage and i was just like oh yeah no no it was like a quick like and it was like no literally three songs Four go songs. with montage and yeah. it was like oh yeah no no i fucking love this music oh yeah yeah this music or i'm sorry this movie was about the music yeah and we're just like we just try to throw a story around it. Yeah. Now, right, it right. starts, uh, <laughs> I Would Die For You is the first song of that, right? Of the closing montage? Of the closing montage. Yes. And I love that when he goes out to his motorcycle, and every single time I watch it, I just assume that he's going to get on that motorcycle, and it's going to fly into the sky. <laughs> like, Grease. Like, like, like Michael Grease. Jackson, like Moonwalker. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Moonwalker. Yeah, totally. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, with but the then cra- he goes back in. The crazy thing about the closing concert is that it starts with purple rain which i feel like the whole movie's building up to it yeah so wouldn't that be like a 
good song to close it on, but Purple Rain is kind of like a mid-tempo downer, so maybe that's why. Mid-tempo downer, and also it's <laughs> nine minutes long. This is also true. <laughs> <laughs> Which I only found out maybe yeah. a couple years ago, just yeah. listening to a Prince mix, and I was just like, the song's not done. It's not. It's still not done. Yeah. <laughs> and there's only like three verses. That's all. And it's all instrumental, but that's... and then it's instrumental. <laughs> but I and love that song. No, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, do not do it karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they'll they'll only play the parts with lyrics, and then they just Valid, no, They'll just do um, one thing. I wish Your they go-to... would do that with... Uh, God, what's that? Uh, 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 November Rain. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's a big instrumental part and then lyrics again. Or Sweet Child of Mine, which yeah. is like seven minutes long Way for no long. goddamn reason. Um, Sorry. Pete, <laughs> it's okay. your yes. go-to Prince song that you sing at karaoke, back when we used to go to karaoke more, yeah. is it Little Red Corvette? It's Little Red Corvette, which is Yeah, you're, not... you're really good at Little Red Corvette. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think I am, too. <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do love Little Red Corvette. I also like Raspberry Beret, but Little Red Corvette's a little easier to sing. I think the Raspberry Beret is one of my favorite Prince songs, but I mean, I think that I Would Die For You is probably one of my favorites. It's, I think it, it's one of my favorites off of the soundtrack. To do karaoke or just... No, or just, just songs. Just songs. 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 Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I... I think Raspberry Beret might be my favorite too. Yeah, I I also do love Take Me With You. I think that's such a really good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is it? Is it the Beautiful Ones? I love the Beautiful Ones. They're also good. Darling Nikki's so good. I think like the perfect album has to be the Purple Rain soundtrack. I mean, it's like front it's to back. From you just from press that. play and just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, and I think I I agree with you. Take Me With You is probably. I heard it today at work, and I was just like, oh, this makes me feel nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, we can't forget uh, the time, Jungle Love and the Bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we oh, yeah. I, I have to say, that's that- a great song. <laughs> I forgot Jungle that Love. That was a thing. I, like, I, was I like, forget wait, it's a thing in the movie. Wait, yeah, I was like, uh. but they play full Morris Day and the Time songs in this. Yeah, also Morris so Day was so. <laughs> have you ever seen Graffiti Bridge? I have not. It is. First of all, I only learned today that it was a direct sequel to Purple Rain. Right, I think I knew that, but I never, and that's probably why I never saw it. It's not good. Um, um, directed by Prince. Along with Under the Cherry Moon. They were both directed Under by Under the friends. Cherry Moon. Yeah, I've, seen never seen, I've never seen either of them. Yeah. And Under the Cherry Moon, you mentioned, has Christian Scott Thomas in it. Yes. It does. Yeah. And it's all in black and white. Is and it like I... the 30s? Or is it like a period movie? I feel or am like, I just crazy? It might be. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not great. Sure. <laughs> sure. Is the time back in Graffiti Bridge? Because yes. it's a sequel to this? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Morris Day um, is definitely... Did you ever watch A Different World? Of course I did. Okay. So Morris Day d- gives me Ron Johnson vibes, like... Yeah. For, like... Yeah, yeah. Down. No, I get it. Like, uh, always has. Yeah. But just a more, like, flashy Morris Day version. 100%. <laughs> Ron Johnson. Yeah. I, I see it. Um, as kids, we were, like... At, to me, as kids, I just knew the time as another band that was a big band at the time. And my, I remember my mom really liking the song jungle love, just thinking that it was really fun. She would like dance to it in the car. And my, again, 
watching MTV as kids and my sister and I seeing Morris Day and Jerome and the mirror and the like new kids on the block, like Mm -hmm. swinging leg dance move and all that. And then I remember finally seeing when I was a kid seeing Purple Rain and just kind of being like, whoa, like the times in this too. That's crazy. And thinking that the time were actually bigger than they were. But really, I think these were probably their only two hits. Yeah, no, I don't think Uh the time went beyond. No. Yeah. Jungle Love and the Bird. Morris Day had a really good, they have, Morris Day and Prince have that good, like, scream. That like, what? Yeah. (laughs) That's like really hard to do. (laughs) Prince was the only one who took that, his career and ran. Oh, yeah. Everyone else was like, okay, well, we're stuck in the 80s for the rest of our lives. Well, speaking of which, Scott was mentioning today, Prince albums, his discography. Oh, my God. When you look up his songs on iTunes or Spotify, there's just so much. There's so much there. So many. Albums that you have not thought of in years. Yeah. He has an entire album, and I don't know if this makes sense for this podcast at Uh, all. uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, He has an album called Come. (laughs) Yeah. And it literally is just like seven songs. Is it spelled... C-U-M. C-U-M. No, no, no. It's C-O-M-E, but you know what he means. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like seven to ten minute songs, maybe eight songs of that entire album. Oh, my God. And it's just songs about sex. And you're just like, this is what Prince was doing. And this, I think this was between when he was like fighting with his record label. So he like yeah. they couldn't mm-hmm. use the sim. He was going by the symbol. The artist formerly known as Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, and it's actually a really great album. <laughs> like, Come was released in 1994. Yes. Wow. It's like, it's actually a really great record. Like, it's, it's good, like, <laughs> early 90s R&B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like, if you guys ever, the no. listeners out there, if you get a chance, <laughs> just look up Come. Do the thing. <laughs> um, do yeah. you remember... When NSYNC was on Rosie O'Donnell and they were doing Pictionary to print songs. No. No. I'll have to see if I can find a clip of it. And they were were doing Win, Lose, or Draw print songs. That's funny. And Justin Timberlake was just losing his damn mind. (laughs) Just because I think he's just a huge Prince fan. Sure. Oh, That's interesting. I'll have to see if I can find a clip of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Prince was just like a – he was a huge personality like along the lines of Michael, obviously. You know, Madonna just like up there. Well, I was <laughs> – here, you go first. Okay. No, no, no. Because like I am – I am – I – my knowledge of Prince's personal life is very limited. Yeah. Um, And that's because I don't – in my mind, I don't think he ever shared his personal life. Yeah. Um, and all the things I've heard about him have been after he's died. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if there's information you guys know, please tell me. But like, as far as I know, it's always been very, uh, he's kept his personal life yeah, very no, limited. Definitely. And I, yeah. And I think that's kind of how, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what, well, that's where we're going to keep it right now. We don't really have any big tidbits there, but I, I mean, I was just kind of going on the whole thing of just like, he's always in people's like. Uh, you know, like favorite artists, you know, um, anytime you, if you ask people like, Oh, who's your favorite, like of all time, it's like, and he, and he's always oh. up there with mm-hmm. that, like 
in that higher echelon of like Michael Jackson. And, and it's always, you know, musicians and performers that always go back to it. And then just like regular people, you know, when he would do those residencies here in L.A., it's just like everybody I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those, my sister, you know? my brothers and sisters who are much older than I am, mm-hmm. definitely every time they're like, Prince is in town, we're going. Yeah. Um, disrespectfully, can I ask what your hierarchy is? Um. Of of uh, of of uh, what, what you mean against Michael and Prince? Yeah. Um, I think I might put Prince above Michael too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I think I might because yeah. like, I do. I do love Michael, but I love like probably like Bad and earlier. I think like everything okay. after Bad is kind of like. Mm. It's good, but I mean, I'm not all about like black or white. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, 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 that I era it. was kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, on, although Prince does have a, there is a time when I just definitely did stop listening to Prince because it did become so prolific that a you couldn't yeah. keep up, and b he started doing some shit where like he would only release stuff on his website. Yeah, and you would like have yeah. to. You would have to like be in his fan club to hear it, and yeah. like it didn't get on the radio. So he did kind of have that era of like, okay, I'm I'm not really listening that much anymore. Yeah, but of the stuff that we do have, I feel like Prince stuff kind of holds up a little bit more, and I think it's it's kind of easier ne- like today to be like, fuck yeah, Prince. Uh, as opposed to being like, fuck yeah, Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, he's a little easier to latch on to now. Yeah. I mean, even though Prince may have been a little problematic, maybe. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That album I told, the come album. Yeah. I was just like, uh, <laughs> that was probably yeah. the wildest thing I've ever heard in my life. But yeah, I was like, yeah. and I'm sorry, Scott, yeah. go ahead. What do you, what do you oh, well, do? I was going to say just this time in pop culture and just movie making Mm -hmm. that Prince could get this movie made of the wild success of 1999 and Prince just being like, I want to make a movie. Yeah. It's going to be about myself. And I was thinking like, what would a movie about Madonna have looked like had she had these demands in the eighties of, I'm going to make a movie about, (laughs) but I'm going to make a movie about myself and I'm going to be playing a version of Madonna because Madonna definitely did act body of evidence. Who's that girl? Mm -hmm. But there are more like character pieces, but just what would a movie about Madonna look like had she insisted on playing herself and she's trying to do it now. And I have a feeling this movie is never. Yeah. Well, now this going is going to be happen. like a biopic. It's going to be more of a traditional biopic. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like thinking, like, what if Madonna did this? Like a Purple Rain style. At this time, movie. a Purple Rain style of Madonna making it in the club scene in New York. Yeah. Please bring me back when that comes out. I know, right? Uh, I I don't know because it's yeah. like again we talked a little bit about Moonwalker. And that is like, and Moonwalker is almost like a borderline like experimental film. Yeah. It too. is. Yeah. Michael Jackson jerking himself off, and... <laughs> but like in the the, the kindest way possible. <laughs> it, it literally is like he framed a claymation bunny rabbit around himself. Mm-hmm. Like that's the Moonwalker is just a a vanity project. Yeah, yeah. More so than Purple Rain. More so than yeah. Purple Rain. Because mm-hmm. I think Purple Rain, they were trying to make like a legitimate 
movie with the story and how audience, successful they were and, <laughs> but but also audiences loved it that uh-huh. i did the inflation math today uh-huh. on the internet with the inflation purple rain would have made over 180 million dollars holy shit so yeah. it was a pretty sizable hit yeah well, at this the time. was lucrative for yeah for prince and not a lot of like i don't think michael could have done that michael's never had a huge theatrical release it got no. it got prince an oscar it's soundtrack. This, yeah, oh, it's soundtrack. And, okay. I think that I was it was like, not acting well. Film. It was back when <laughs> score they had like an adapted score category. That they, yeah. I think it was more awarding the music written for the film. Yeah, not. I mean, I don't think that they were splitting hairs of what was created before the movie, mm-hmm. but everything that just ended up on the soundtrack. Okay, it won the Oscar it was for it. Orchestral yep. score had its own Oscar, and then there was. Song score, song score, which this yep. one for, and it was the last year that yeah. it was in play. So it was movies were nominated that had like specific songs, like mu- more like musicals. Um, but I mean, it won it won an Oscar, mm-hmm. and so he's got an Academy Award. Um, but yeah, how successful it is as a, a narrative mm-hmm. story, a little questionable. <laughs> it's questionable. Very. But then once the last 20 minutes and he just starts playing Prince songs, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. Because you're just like, man, this music is fucking amazing. This is what I came here for. Yeah. And I do kind of – that's the point where I'm like, okay, the setup of Wendy and Lisa constantly playing Purple Rain. (laughs) <laughs> and him shutting them down, but then finally, you know, discovering that his father was a musician and seeing all the sheet music and starting to write and playing on the piano. That's that scene is really good. Is really good, really cool. Um, and then you know, finally, actually playing the song in the movie as the band, you're just like, okay, it is a good payoff. Yeah. I think that it's a, it's a good payoff. Um, and especially how it's photographed, that there's something so beautiful and satisfying. That it's shot on film, that it's theatrical. It's not like you're watching a video of Prince playing these songs. It's shot on film, so yeah. it's just a little more heightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just that's really exciting. Yeah. It to looks watch. like a movie, and not, it looks like a movie, and less like a concert yeah. film, yeah. you know, or, or documentary or something like that. Um, we did talk a little bit earlier about the father <laughs> in the final showdown where. Prince comes home. He's uh, the kid comes home. He sees his mom just crying on the street. She's just on the sidewalk crying, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What's going on?" And she's just like inconsolable. And he goes inside, and the house is like tore up. Right, right. Finds the dad playing the piano, and then he's like, has a gun. And then we hear a shot, but it's off camera, and then we see paramedics. Right. And then the dad has bandages around his head and blood. Which, if you shoot yourself in the face, is that how that works? And then in the very la- in the montage, I think during Purple Rain, we see Prince in the hospital. Yes. So the dad lived. I think it gives that 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 intention that yeah. the dad survives yeah. shooting himself in the in head. The head. And then it's like he goes to visit his yeah his parents at the hospital. Like, okay, everything's good now. Yeah, yeah. Happy ending. Maybe it's like a uh, Fight Club situation. He shot maybe. himself in the face. I 
<laughs> and lived. It came out his ear. I don't know where the happy ending lies here. No. I, mean, I think, yeah, I think maybe, yeah, because we don't, like, Apollonia doesn't really get an ending. She's just smiling from the crowd. Mm-hmm. After going back with the man that beat She you. does go back to him. And there's not much. There's not much there in their relationship. She never gets. We don't know if Apollonia Six continues as a band. All we get is her in the audience, smiling and just kind of like bopping along to the music. That yes. should have been the follow up. She should have had a. a she should have had a, a standalone movie. Oh, okay. Which Graffiti Bridge had no mention of Apollonia. <laughs> at all. It should have. She left. She, she moved. You know who he was with? The little blonde waitress. What? Oh. Okay. That's oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's that's unresolved, but uh, you know, the kid's story at least is somewhat resolved in that he's kind of accepted letting the other band I don't know. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. there's no It's one of those things that just they just knew you weren't really paying attention to the story. Like we're just gonna play some print songs. We, we were in it for the music. We Send you on your montages. merry way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think at the end of the movie is like that's really all I needed. No, yeah, yeah. The the last uh, twenty minutes of the music is pretty much from the bird. It almost goes right into Purple Rain. Then I would die for you. Then Baby I'm a Star. Okay. So, I mean, three good I mean, songs in a row. We've seen this movie with a crowd of people, mm-hmm. with friends, like yeah. a lot of people. And it's kind of fun to see this movie with a crowd just yes. because it just turns into a print show. Yeah. And, like, everyone's just pretty much just, like, up yeah. up dancing. <laughs> I could only imagine audiences at the time in, like, a crowded movie theater were probably losing their damn mind at the end of this movie. <laughs> because, yeah. How do you just take these songs? Like, I, even me just sitting last night and again today, mm-hmm. just listening to these songs, I was like, I love Prince so much. I love all of his music that it's just like every time I heard something, I was just like, either I was mouthing words or I was singing out loud <laughs> or I was bopping my head. But like, that soundtrack is legendary. Oh, it's incredible. It's one of the great movie soundtracks of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I just uh, come for the music alone. Mm-hmm. Stay for the somewhat okay story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I promise it's like it's a it's a it's a good movie. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it is. It's definitely worth the watch just because it is so wild. It's and, such a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean modern audiences especially. I'm surprised that it's not talked about more. Just yeah. I mean even though it I mean Prince has a very I mean everybody loves Prince but I'm just surprised that this movie is not sort of maybe referenced more yeah, or yeah, yeah. talked about with like maybe younger people mm-hmm. that they're just mm-hmm. not super familiar with it. Yeah. No, I agree. I mm-hmm. think the because the music does stand alone maybe i think people just kind of or younger people just know that it's an album and not even that it's this this crazy movie but yeah it's not like i think people of a certain age are are familiar with it but yeah Mm -hmm. i think it it does need to be we should be talking about a little bit more that's what we're doing right here did you ever see prince's episode on new girl Uh, yes so (laughs) yeah and i guess that the whole story behind that was he just liked 
the TV show New Girl. Like the show, and, and he just reached so out wild. and was just like, "I'll do an episode if you want." That's so wild. Which is like one of the <laughs> things I think I, I, I we were messaging on Instagram. And it was just like Prince is a weirdo. Yeah, and it was like I mm-hmm. see all of his weirdness yes. just like yeah. coming out on screen right now, and like the fact that he did a New Girl episode, which is. I hate that show so much. <laughs> um, yeah, we weren't we weren't we weren't the biggest fans. I think it, that yeah, I mean we watched like two seasons watched, and then we, we and then, and then we, we just sort off. of fell off. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a very it's a it's a niche show. Yeah, um, but the fact that like he liked things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he he was into the type of music he was. He was into the type of people that he was into, mm-hmm. and like he. Prince was a gem of a human being, and I wish <laughs> watching these performances as like people talk about like I want to see I wanted to see Prince. I was like, no, I want to see Prince in the eighties. Like, yeah. Yes, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the time mm-hmm. I wanted. Yeah, because like I've I have older siblings that are like, yeah, no, I saw him, you know, in the two thousands, and it's yeah. like he did very obscure songs that I didn't. Yeah, really that's why I heard for. that he would do a lot of weird, like not the. Yeah, not it's the like hits. I wanted to see the prince play the hits, mm-hmm. play the hits. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I absolutely would have been that person. Yeah, and just so cool that he gave women like Wendy and Lisa just this platform, just to be creative yeah. every time. But it's like I don't know what that story was. What was he doing? Something creepy? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> because there were just so many women all the yeah, time. Yeah, I think for I think for those two, they were just really good musicians. Yes, they mm-hmm. they weren't part of his stable yeah. of the Vanity Apollonia Carmen Electra. Okay. They were a part of his stable of really good backing band backing band musicians. Okay. Yeah, you know? that's what I meant. And, and I based that off the fact that I watched. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Calendar was one of his oh backup dancers, oh, one of his backup singers, okay. whatever. So I was like obsessed with her. For wow! It. And you know who else was Pete? She was in Mannequin. Which Mannequin? She's the Mannequin with uh, Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall. Mannequin one. Mannequin one. Mm-hmm. The the brunette from that movie, I think. Was oh Ro- Roxy Roxy? Yeah, I think yeah. that she was like a prince girl. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like he just had a lot of random women, yeah, yeah, throughout his career. That I was like, I don't know your backstory. I just know you were a prince girl. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've always loved about Prince is that he wrote everything. He played everything. Yes. He played the piano. He played the guitar. He played electric guitar. He would shred these solos and for like for r&b musicians for like black musicians it wasn't always you know especially in the 80s they didn't always play their instruments anymore they started just being like front man and singing you know and all that Mm -hmm. and you know even for somebody like michael who i'm sure had a hand in writing a lot of this stuff prince played that shit on stage live and killed every instrument Multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. He was and the just, quintessential artist. Yeah. Musical he had genius. his hand in yeah. every aspect of his music. And for him to contribute so much to it and to have that many hits and to be able to put out as many albums as we did, like we said, he had so many uh, so many albums come out you know, on his website and all that stuff. There was a story that one of the producers told about making this movie – and saying that they needed one more song, and it was just kind of kind of be in between, like an interstitial, kind of song. something to edit to that transition to scenes. Yeah, 
and that he came back the next day with Wind Doves Cry. Yeah. Like, is that really? Yeah. And they, and and I think that the studio or the label wanted to sort of adjust the song a little bit and Prince refused. Yeah. And the song. But that he just went home one day. He was like, oh, okay, we need something else for that. All right. Give me a minute. Then turned into like <laughs> one of the biggest singles. Yeah. Of, I mean, that's the song you think of yeah. when you think of when doves cry. Yeah. Like, yeah. or when you think of Purple Rain is when doves cry, mm-hmm. if not Purple Rain itself. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, I totally. Have no idea. And that's just that like crazy musical genius that like that like Prince. So like people like that, it's like I kind of give them a pass for for their extra eccentricities, you know, and like. The stilettos and, you know, the crazy hair and, like, all that stuff. I'm just like, oh, whatever. He's Prince, though. I don't know. I've never been more attracted to a man than I've been attracted <laughs> to Prince in this movie. <laughs> I mean, just it a very, a just a very sexually liberated person <laughs> yeah. that really did not give a shit what anyone thought of him. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. are you gay? Are you straight? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I don't care what you think. I'm doing what I do. And I was just like, I am yeah. 100% into that. Yeah, totally. Totally. So this might be the movie that made me gay. <laughs> Definitely the per- the performance of we figured Computer it out. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, we will be posting pictures of the Computer Boo performance because it is oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, that just was that little wild that little <laughs> Prince frame. Well, Ugh. you know what he would do too was wear those crazy tight pants and they were always super high waisted so you could just see that tiny little like like i said probably a 26 inch mm-hmm. which is just like the, the tiniest bit of skin yeah. would have pushed me over the edge oh my the goodness 80s. yeah that's true if they were low-waisted get out of here my goodness you know yeah, but yeah no, i know that was... like the whole thing is that he's really short and he's really small it's like oh who cares but he's a, he was a beautiful man yeah. he was a talented man and mm-hmm. that's really all any of us I'll, I'll give the little Ritter, the little Richard mustache a pass. <laughs> <laughs> He's still working it. <laughs> Speaking of little Richard, there is a scene and we just watched a little bit of the MTV special where they're all arriving to the red carpet at the Man's Chinese Theater for mm-hmm. the premiere of the movie and little Richard is there. Yes. And you're just like, little Richard, do you even know where you're at? <laughs> you know, like you're at a movie premiere, and you're talking about giving Prince like a, a Bible. Bible. Because at this point, Little Richard is like seventy five, <laughs> and <laughs> it's like this is nineteen eighty four. Like you're yeah. you're 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 at an age where you're trying to, yeah, you're older. <laughs> you're an older gentleman. But these these loopy interviews with. Eddie Murphy, or, or, or with uh, Little Richard, mm-hmm. and then Eddie Murphy. I love any type of celebrity where even huge stars are just like starstruck by the person, or just when Eddie Murphy just talks about Prince and he's just like, oh yeah, that guy's bad. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> Which brings me such a weird joy. Like, even now, celebrities nowadays that are just like, ooh, you are famous. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, like, seeing somebody like Eddie Murphy be starstruck by Prince being starstruck by, like, Michael Jackson being starstruck, like, that's... Like, the type of celebrity that someone like Eddie Murphy would turn his head around if they walked by. Yeah. 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 That's so fascinating to me, because you don't get that a lot nowadays, but it's so fun to watch in the 80s. Yeah. Totally. 
Yeah, so that uh, it's an MTV uh, special. It was the which, the premiere party. Which VJ hosts it? It's Mark Goodson. Okay, yeah, from the from the very early days of, of MTV, um, and that is on the Blu-ray, which we rented. We do not own, unfortunately. There is a print section at Videotech, Pete. Ah, because I was because well, I I've, undoubtedly has graffiti bridge and under the chair. Yep. Because <laughs> when I first went there, I just immediately went to the musical section, mm-hmm. and then I went and asked, "Where's Purple Rain?" And mm-hmm. then they're like, "It is in the Prince section in music." <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. And there is a little Prince-like area. He also did Graffiti Bridge, but I think that is an actual concert movie. No, I'm sorry, I just said Graffiti Bridge. Um, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, shoot. I'll I'll find out because he's got it. There's another movie that's not either of those two, but uh, it's a concert movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. Uh, at any rate, keep talking, guys. Let's see Prince filmography. Mm-hmm. Sign of the Times. Okay, I think it's called Sign of the Times. Was it like his Truth or Dare? Yeah. Okay. It's like a it's like just a concert movie. Yeah, but he also has a directing credit on on that. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, Purple Rain. We, it's something that, like, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Oh yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's well it's... worth your time. Yeah, <laughs> get ready to be shocked. Yeah, at I just mean, certain there's, scenes there's that shit that's just I think like, just as bro. like sort of as a woke <laughs> modern audience, when you see that woman get thrown in that dumpster, you just audibly gasp when that happens. <laughs> I'm it, like, I hope there's like foam in there or something <laughs> i hope that's like a male stunt double yeah, yeah that's yeah. like because there's no reason for him to pick her up the way that he does no, i mean no a different time <laughs> i even think then that was like crazy yeah. even if people were like oh I hope, yeah yeah god but it's just it's just one of those things that just kind of like this movie is i mean it's legendary it's like kind of like has weird mythic like proportions just because it is so crazy and it's just like it's the prince movie yeah it's the prince movie Prince is just a larger than life character just him showing up on this giant motorcycle you know as if his persona wasn't big enough this movie kind of makes him even larger than larger than life Mm -hmm. right which again (laughs) is so confusing when the owner of the club is like you're not bringing in enough people yep people hate your music yeah and you're just like i'm sorry because i feel like there's people in the alley waiting for him yeah yeah and that room is filled to the brim yeah and there's no and there's no like we made it in minneapolis so now we're gonna go to new york now we're gonna go to hollywood right you know there's none of that it's just we're here in minneapolis yeah, like, I don't know. It. Have you guys been to Minneapolis? Before? I have. I have not. I have. Yeah. It's and like... there's print stuff everywhere in Minneapolis. <laughs> everywhere. Like, I've Minneapolis driven past Paisley Park. It's... That's cool. <laughs> I had a lot of fun in Minneapolis when I was there. I loved, I yeah. love Minneapolis it was, like, so much. I think that I was under the impression when I first went, because my sister lived there, she was going to college there, that I was under the impression that it was going to be sort of like a square Midwest 
city. Same. And yeah. I was kind of surprised at how cool it was. It was very cool. It was okay. lovely. It was nice. It was quiet mm-hmm. when you wanted it to be, but you could find places where you needed sure. to be like around people. I brought up going to Minneapolis recently with Pete, and he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, why? Oh, just go. Just go. Go yeah. see Paisley Park. It, it, like, if it's not just... Pa- I mean, Paisley Park, literally, the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and it looks like nothing. It's okay. just a... Uh, cement building in Remember? the middle of a field. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And also Janet and Jimmy Jam. I was going to say, yeah. Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just like, yeah. if Prince is not your thing, Janet should yeah. definitely. Yeah, true. I remember Chris Rock did a bit where he was talking about the places where black people live in, in the country. And he said Prince was the only person who lived in, the only black person in, in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be accurate at this point yeah. but jimmy jam and terry lewis <laughs> yes, yes they they're in some of the special features on this movie i was like why do i know oh okay did they produce any of prince's music uh, i probably i want yeah that okay. would be out of hand i mean if it. they if you if i've read it i'd say okay that makes a lot of sense but i don't want to i i don't know so i don't want to say like yes yeah, no, well, we're yeah. veering too far off the yeah, path we'll, here. I'm we'll, sorry. We'll look, we'll look that one up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Purple Rain, it's wild. It's it's nuts, but it's definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. If if anything, just to see these songs, you know, being performed, you know, in front of an audience. It's so 80s. It's so 80s. It's so 80s. I can't even stand it. But like Prince how is so charismatic. Yeah. Even if you hate his character. Yeah. <laughs> the kid yes the kid <laughs> just watching him on stage and gyrating and playing his guitar <laughs> it it'll get you there yeah totally yeah so we definitely recommend it yeah thank you so much for coming back thank on you so much. thank you guys for having me yeah. i'm sorry this if i a, kept like talking a, about other this things was a fun, <laughs> this was a fun movie to talk about yeah. this is a very fun movie to talk about thanks for having mm-hmm. me for this one i thought we finally welcome. got to it yeah yeah um, we would love to have you on again for something else we will. in the future. So, oh, yeah, and I promise I will. Uh, yeah, it'll be a lot more fun than something abusive like <laughs> Purple Rain. No, this was definitely fun. This was a good time. We, I love revisiting it and listening to We were listening to the record today and yeah. watching videos and all that yeah, stuff. I was, so this I is, I was this listening to time. our vinyl when I was writing my notes for the episode. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So thanks so much, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, until next time, we will see you soon, hopefully. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks so much. Yes, another fun episode. I love Purple Rain. I love Prince. Yeah. <laughs> He's a treasure. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. As wild as this movie is. This music is I mean, great. Yeah, it's incredible. It's too good. Too good to pass up. But, you know, I think it's that time in the show. We're going to do some shout-outs. Patreon shout-outs? Patreon shout-outs. Yes, indeed. We would like to say a big ol' hello and thank you to our wonderful patrons that contribute oh so kindly to keeping the show Mm -hmm. up and running. We'd like to say hello to Alberto, Esperanza, Nicole, Susan, Barry, JJ, Layton, Shelby, Merle, Michael, Charlie, Heather, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emily, Aaron, Melinda and Jim, Jessica, Nick and Shannon, Christine and Rufino. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for contributing. Like I said, 
contributing to the show means so much to us. It helps us keep it up and running. It helps for us to uh, keep the show on the iTunes and uh, out there and uh, all of our equipment and all that great stuff. So thank you for contributing. And you, and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus stuff like our Watch With Us commentaries. Yes, indeed. And by the time this episode comes out, we should have a new one coming mm-hmm. up very, very soon. Mm-hmm. So keep checking back, patrons. There should be a new commentary dropping shortly, and the November newsletter is being prepped as we speak. Mm-hmm. So take a look for that. Head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay to check all the fun stuff you can see if you become a patron. So thank you very much. We'd also love it if you would uh, subscribe yeah, and like and comment our show on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us five stars. Yes, indeed. Give us five stars. Um, write, uh, write a comment. We are write a review. We'll read your review on the air. Yeah, we'd love to read it. Yes, indeed. We love reading reviews. We love getting those from our listeners. And those five-star uh, ratings and reviews help our show to get kind of spread out across yeah, helps the visibility. podcast universe. So check that out and do that for us. You can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. At Movies That Made Us Gay. And on Twitter at MTMUGPod. Yes, indeed. You can follow us personally on our socials. Uh, my name is Pete. I am at Peter Lasagna on Instagram and Twitter. I am Oscar Scott on Twitter and Scott Young Baller on Instagram. And follow me on Letterboxd. See what I'm watching. Yes, I indeed. add a movie to that almost every day. Yeah. Every single movie I watch. We're big movie I watch. watchers. Uh, heads up. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next week, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.